How you doing? I'm good. I'm good. Welcome, welcome, Mike. Thank you. Happy to be here. Yeah, you're my uh, you're my third guest on To the Moon, man. Oh man, I feel privileged. <laughs> How fun is this? Yes, it's great. So, Michael, this uh, podcast is all about you. It's all about uh, the 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 people that are with me in astro flipping. Uh, I I want to know more about you, your life. What brought you to wholesale? So let's start there. Um, introduce yourself. Tell us a little bit about you personally, uh, and then how you found yourself in this wide and crazy niche of wholesale real estate. Gotcha. Okay, a little bit about a bit about myself. I'm originally from uh, St. Louis, uh, St. Louis, Missouri. Um, actually, uh, moved to Atlanta in 2013. Um, pretty much, uh, it was work related. Um, been here, I guess now, it's hard to believe, almost eight years. Um, and as far as um, how I got into um, wholesaling, I started as a pretty much a flipper. Um, um, over the last two years, I pretty aggressively flipped properties. Um, I was really aggressive back in before the uh, credit crisis, I'm sorry, you know, of 2008. Uh, yeah. Used to do a lot of deals back then. You've been in uh, the market cycle like yours truly here. So yeah, um, love that. Love that. So you were uh, actively fixing and flipping uh, leading up to 2008. Tell, tell me what happened there. Yeah. So for me, you know, we, we were doing doing very well um, in, you know, prior to 2008, um, buying properties, fixing them up, rehabbing, um, reselling. Uh, we had a lot of properties uh, that we held, um, um, held for I guess we had about 13 properties that we were actually holding. Um, and then um, we actually started a restaurant <laughs> back then. So we were, we were aggressive, you know, it was really good. You know, we were uh, doing a lot of deals. Um, it was, we thought the bottom would never fall out. And then all of a sudden the bottom fell out. <laughs> um, so for me at that point, um, I went back uh, into corporate America and started working up until probably two years ago uh, when I decided to get back into real estate. Um, kind of dabbled a little bit in wholesaling, did a few deals here and there, spent a lot of money on marketing, doing different things. Um, and it just wasn't the results that I was uh, quite looking for at the time. So um, found myself um, in a couple of programs, uh, not aggressively into any large program, but just maybe like RDL type programs, things like that. Um, went to YouTube university a couple of times, you know, and, uh, you know, just did a, you know, a couple of things to try to further my uh, education and the way to do business. Um, so initially my wholesaling started off for just trying to find deals that I wanted to flip myself. Right. Um, and then it, um, of course, you know, that kind of became a little bit difficult when COVID hit last year. <laughs> so, um, but, uh, that's kind of where I'm, where I'm at this point, right, right now. So, yeah. Love it. Love it. So, You'd been doing some other lead generation. You've taken other courses. Can you talk a little bit about that? What was, uh, how, you know, how did you uh, get into that? And what was, what were your results on that like granular level there? Yeah. So I guess um, started off with the old school methods of uh, direct marketing, uh, spent a lot of money on postcards and uh, yellow letters and different things like that. And I, I honestly can't say I got a deal out of that at all. <laughs> um, I may have got one deal, but it just wasn't um, the return that I uh, thought it should have been. And of course, now understanding the amount of money you have to spend for that type of marketing, it, it, you know, you have to put a lot of 
a lot of mailers out to get you know a good result. So um, from there, I kind of went to more of a um, SMS, RVM, you know, kind of kind of doing a mix of both, uh, a little bit of driving for dollars. So um, kind of incorporated everything that I heard on on YouTube University. <laughs> so um, and, and did get some some successes there, um, but just not not the numbers that I was you know looking for. So how, how did you do your first deal? Tell us about that. Uh, so my first deal, uh, let me think about my first deal. Actually, it was a, a referral deal uh, from a family member. Um, those tend to be the easiest deals. Um, um, made about 10000 off of it. It was a property that was vacant that was had a little bit of fire damage. And I was able to find an end buyer because it was um, in, a, in a good neighborhood. So it was it was pretty much handed to me. Um, so I initially even that one I didn't get from my marketing <laughs> efforts. So um, uh, my second deal I was able to get off of um, RVM, and okay. it was actually it was actually virtual. Um, so I was living in Atlanta, and I found myself in St. Louis because I was so familiar with that market um, that I started marketing in St. Louis, and um, I was able to get a deal um, uh, in St. Louis um, through RVMs. Um, uh, and text, uh, text, actually text and RVM. Um, so I probably did three uh, using that method as far as uh, RVM um, text messaging. And uh, that was probably over a 90 day period, I would say, um, that I got those three done. Um, the next one after that um, was actually, uh, we just bought it off the um, MLS and we rehabbed it. We actually did two like that. Um, and, um, my most recent one, um, that was through RVM, um, we actually did the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. And that was Got like it. last, last year, late last year. Yeah. Late, late last year. So, you know, I yeah. haven't been very bullish on RVM. I, I, you know, personally, my, my, <laughs> uh, I, the reason I don't like them is, um, you know, they're, they're, they're spammy, right? They're, they're, mm -hmm. They're spammy, and you can get yourself into TCPA trouble. Um, but again, you know, if, if if you're able to get a deal here and there through it, then um, I'm not. I, I'm not. I don't have an issue with it. I wouldn't teach it, but um, I wouldn't have an issue with it. But you've been, uh, you came into astro flipping, Michael, and uh, you have been one of these pillars in in the community. Um, your success with the group has been phenomenal. And um, I'd like to talk a little bit about how you found Astro Flipping and what your journey has been in it since joining. Yeah, I guess for me, um, a couple of things I I noticed in a couple of different um, ads that you actually had out that just it hit home, you know, because uh, yeah. what I didn't say is how much money I spent on RVMs and how many lists I bought and how many you know, how many leads I had to go through to get the one deal. <laughs> so right, right. And, would you and say then, you made money on that or did you break even or did you lose money? Like what did that pencil um, out to? It, um, I think when it, once I mastered what I was doing, uh, you know, I, I made some profit, um, but it wasn't, you know, what I thought it would be when I actually, if I, if I tracked KPIs probably like I should have, I probably would have realized that, Hey, over the year, if I would have looked at the numbers and the amount of money I spent that it probably wasn't much profit at all. Um, and it was it was definitely a lot of work. You know, you got to go through a lot of a lot of no's and a lot of um, list, <laughs> you know, to get the, that one deal that way. So, um, so uh, for me, that's that's kind of um, you know my my journey in that that world. <laughs> so for so it definitely you know made sense to me when I started seeing you know you covered in um, 
you know, direct mail letters and <laughs> different things uh, because it, you know, it's like, man, that was me, you know, and, and, and for me, it was a thing of, I bought all these letters, I bought all these postcards and, you know, if I got one or two calls, I would, you know, I was happy. Um, right. It, you know, because, you know, it's, it's about so much follow up. You got to use so much follow up. And what they don't teach you is you got to mail so many different times, you know. Um, so if you have a large list, um, then it's going to cost you a whole lot of money, you know. So, yeah, I mean, the, um, yeah. the average, the national average for cost per contract in direct mail is seven thousand dollars. So, guys, wow. let, me, let me put that in, okay. um, uh, you know, in relation to what that might look like. So your average letter costs how much to send, Mike? Uh, for me, on average, um, I guess I was well. The postcards were thirty cents, I guess, or um, somewhere in that that ballpark. Thirty-seven cents for a letter, or somewhere yeah, on there. Yeah, around half a buck, right? That's what, yeah. like, somewhere in that fifty cent range. So, yeah, fourteen thousand pieces of mail would need to be sent out, and yeah. then repeatedly followed up with over and over and over and over again. Hoping yep. that somebody doesn't come and knock on that door, hoping hoping somebody doesn't come and drive for dollar and pluck that lead right out from underneath your nose, mm -hmm. um, and uh, that's how you get deals through direct mail. Again, I I don't say it doesn't work. Mm -hmm. I'm just saying that it can cause you some some severe frustration by how much effort and time it takes to actually you know get one deal out of it. Um, and astro flipping is not a cakewalk either. It's not, uh, this isn't, uh, you know, a scheme or like a, some form of, Hey guys, I have this magical way of, of doing business that, that doesn't require hard work. Astro flipping requires yeah. definitely hard work and, and, and tenacity and knowledge, but let's talk yeah. about your deals in astro. How, how have those happened? And, and, uh, and, and how, how have you been doing since you joined? Yeah, uh, I guess for me, um, I, I, I joined in, I guess it was like middle October. Um, didn't do a whole lot in October only because I was virtually flipping in St. Louis. Um, it was a deal I found through um, wholesaling and I found the deal and I actually rehabbed the property. Um, of course, I mentioned I lived in Atlanta and I'm rehabbing a property in St. Louis. So you imagine how that that is. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's pretty brutal. But, you know, I put the cart in front of the horse on that scenario. So I, I kind of mastered the, vir the virtual thing. Um, but it... Um, so, so October was, was pretty much me just absorbing, you know, the first couple of weeks of the course, um, didn't do a lot of actions, uh, November hit, uh, still just kind of just, just understanding the process. And I was still kind of going back and forth to St. Louis, to Atlanta, trying to finish up the project. Um, and then I guess I got really serious and actually started putting things together early December. Uh, then once again, holidays hit, <laughs> so uh, kind of slowed down my, my momentum. But I found myself making sure I got on every every call I could get on, in which I think I hit every call, and uh, just made sure I continued to um, you know go through the course and go back through the course. So there's right. parts there's parts of the course I haven't even finished because I keep going back just to kind of master and uh, listen to the conversations throughout the uh, the weekly meetings and just putting everything together, putting all the pieces together. So. Um, so here I am, I think in January is when I really, really started putting things into practice. Um, and that's me doing the outreach and different things I needed to do uh, to, you know, to, to build the business. Because like any business, there's a process of building and, um, you know, putting systems in place. Um, and, and I kind of did a cast my nets approach because I, I, I live in Atlanta. So Atlanta's hot. So I, of course, I'm working Atlanta market. I knew St. Louis market. 
And so, I, you know, I, I also rolled out St. Louis at the same time. And then with North Carolina being next door to me, it just I had a lot of relationships there. So I'm, I'm, I'm working the three um, um, markets. So for me, you know, after probably three weeks of actually doing it and grinding, you know, we locked up I locked up probably three deals uh, in January. Um, we actually closed one um, right at the end of January. Awesome. Um, so, so f- for February, I already have four in escrow. And, yeah, and I've got one um, that's kind of pending. And when I say I got four in escrow, I actually have three here in, in Atlanta and one in North Carolina. And awesome. there's there, there's a pending one in St. Louis, uh, working with the uh, home office there. So it, you know, it's, it's been good. And I understand now I'm, I'm trying to really work on my numbers, you know, so, so basically just getting to the point that, Hey, if I lock up this many, you know, it's a very good chance I'll get close this many deals, understanding that they all may not make it to closing, but uh, I got the proof of concept and I'm, I'm just taking in and running with it. <laughs> so, uh, so that's kind of where, it, where it brings me right now at this point. Yeah. Love it. Love it. Uh, you know, Demetrios, he's a part of the Astro family. What's going on, Demetrios? Good to see you, brother. Uh, he, he wanted to know uh, if you're scaling it all now. Are you hiring acquisition agents or what does your process look like at this point or your team uh, in terms of size? Yeah, so I, I can definitely see how, um, you know, the scale to scale the uh, business will really work. For me, I had to get the proof of concept. Um yeah. And and once I got that proof of concept last month, which is it's only been a couple of weeks, and then this this month is already starting to spill over. So, um, so I started having uh, other individuals start doing a little bit of outreach for me, so I can focus more focus more on uh, looking at the deals, comping the deals, and you know doing things like that that are more um, so I can scale um, to the next level with it. So so yeah once you, yeah for so really once you. It's it, there's a process like like I said with any business that you have to learn the processes, understand the flow of things, and erase all of the things in your mind that you thought you should be doing, and and kind of reset. Um, so I went through that I think the first three months and didn't really didn't really jump in at all until the third month, um, and then I you know at that point you know just start following what you're what you've been told, just follow the script, and um, and it it all works you know if you put in the work so. Yeah, it's uh, it's interesting, right? Because I uh, was I just actually had the pleasure of of interviewing Jacob Simpson, and he was telling me about his process when he first came to wholesale real estate, uh, and he spent a lot of time, you know, doing two months of of cold calling and then getting frustrated because it didn't work, and then he did two months of text messaging, and then he got frustrated because it didn't work, and then he did two months of direct mail and then got frustrated because it didn't work and everything was, you know, uh, uh, was short bursts of intense effort, uh, but not just a continuous, consistent stride of sustainable effort, right? And I think uh, that is the key thing here, guys, is that what I've watched and I've seen thousands of people come through the program and so many get success. And the thing that I've noticed that is a common characteristics of, of characteristic of people who gain success in it is the consistent, sustainable action, yeah. consistent, yeah. sustainable effort, consistent, sustainable lead gen, consistent, sustainable follow-up. When you do that, and remember the words, guys, consistent and sustainable, you can actually build a business on that because now it's something that you can do every day 
And it's something that you can sustain because it's not asking you to stand in a headstand or have you go spend, you know, $30,000 or send out 14,000 pieces of mail. I mean, you know, if you send out 14,000 pieces of mail, spend $7,000 for direct mail and the phone doesn't ring and you don't get a deal. Well, what happens, right? You are out all that money and you can't, you can't recoup it. There's no way to recoup that. And so, um, you know, th- that's the one thing that I, I truly love about the Astro family is that, you know, our, our technique and our process isn't heavy or isn't, doesn't require any money to be spent on lead generation. It's all relationship based. So talk a little bit about that. How has your experience with Astro helped in terms of building relationships within the community? Uh, and, and how about within just the family itself? Yeah, and I guess I, I do want to go back a little bit to something that you hit on because my first couple of weeks, and I think everybody kind of goes through this as entrepreneurs, um, it, I, I kind of had that squirrel mentality because there was so much to do and I, I took focus off of different things and, and didn't really get good at one thing. And I, you know, and I heard you talk about that many times to people that were kind of going through the same struggles. Um, so once I did that is when it all started coming together. Um, as far as community, um, the community, it, it, it kind of, it's a game changer. There's no doubt it's a game changer. Um, I would say, um, well, I, I, I don't have to say it's the truth. Two of the deals that I have, uh, one that closed and one that's on the table, um, it's, it's astral, it's family, you know, it, yeah. uh, basically, um, um, so the, I, I don't have a connection myself in North Carolina, but I, there's someone in North Carolina that did. So it, you know, I was able to tie, you know, tie things together with another Astro family member in that, in um, North Carolina. Um, I've got a deal that's supposed to close today, um, if not tomorrow. And Ooh. it's, it's three Astro people and we're all probably make six to 7,000 a piece off of this deal. Oh, awesome. Yeah. yeah that, that's like incredible. Um, so, so when you go, when you talk about the family and the community, it, it is a whole nother level. <laughs> so it's a whole nother level. So, and, and, I, and I'm just, yeah, t- just touching the surface on that, those relationships. So, yeah. You know, it, it, it is, it is something that we strive for in building the community was the cohesiveness and really getting everybody involved in working with each other. I mean, you know, of course I, I, I do my best to bring as much value to the table as possible. I spend, you know, countless hours a week with you guys on the coaching calls, but outside of that, a lot of the connectivity and a lot of the deal making and 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 work happens just amongst people within the family, people within the program, and uh, you guys do that. You guys are are what foster that and continue doing it. We're we're obviously giving you the platform and giving you the tools on how to how to interact with each other, but mm-hmm. it's just you guys coming together in that beautiful way that creates this magical. Um, uh, a capacity to go in and connect the dots in different parts of the country. So yes. um, that that is incredible. You know, Ahmed is a he, he was a, a, an astro and 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 sadly he left us um, for a little while. You know, life happens, but um, I know he's really truly wanting to uh, you know get back on the horse. And he had a question for you, Michael. What is the best advice you have for somebody new um, and really wants to get their first deal uh, and they're taking it seriously? What can you what can you tell them just based off your experience? I, I think that it's uh, first have a goal in mind. And then the number two, you said it earlier, being consistent. It, you know, if, if you're consistent um, and you follow, you know, the, 
a proven path. And because the biggest thing, what we what we tend to do is is go back to old ways. And we, you know, I think you talk about, you know, we get in our own, own get in the way of our own self, basically. You know, instead of um, you know just going through the flow and the process that's already laid out for us, we try to go against the grain. Um, so just stay focused, stay consistent. Uh, understand that nothing comes easy. You know. Uh, that's worth it. <laughs> so it, it's, it's, it's work, you know, you got to put the work in, uh, it's a numbers game. Everything is just a numbers game when it comes down to it, but uh, numbers with process and a proven plan. And then also with a uh, proof of concept, <laughs> it, it's like a game changer because now you're like, man, I can write my own check. You know, I can, I can create whatever I want to create based on how much work and how much effort I put into it and staying consistent, you know, so. It's true, it's hundred percent true. But you said something there that I love uh, and it was working through the uh, the obstacles, working through the challenges, right? And so let's talk a little bit about that because I don't want to um, misinform people or make people feel like it's a cakewalk. Uh, but uh, can you hear me okay? Yeah, I can now. I, was I had, to, for some reason, to stop moving the headphones. Yeah. yeah, I was trying to get your, we were all trying to get your attention there to tell you to unplug. Oh, <laughs> okay. Okay. We can do have, a, we have a do over then. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, anyhow, yeah. we're it takes us to the end of our time, Mike. Is there any, is there any um, parting words that you'd like to share with, uh, with the people that watched uh, for whatever time they got with us? Anything that you'd like to, that you'd like to share with folks? Yeah, I guess the biggest thing is, um, you know, um, like I said, it, the family side of it is just a it's just a game changer. Um, you know, if if you expect for things to kind of come to you just magically, um, it, it doesn't work that way. You have to actually put the work into it. Um, um, you can, I really appreciate the positive um, nature of the group that we have and the family that we have here, um, because, you know, it, it just makes things that much, much greater. Um, there's plenty of deals for us out here and, you know, and it, it's just a great opportunity to, to see things a different way. Um, so, um, that's, that's pretty much all I can say. <laughs> Love it. Love yeah. It. Yeah. Michael, how can, how can people find you if people want to connect with you, do deals with you? Uh, yeah. what would be a, a great way for them to reach out? Yeah, you can, uh, you can reach me, um, either, um, through my, my email at Mike at dollarvestor.com. That's uh, D-O-L-L-A-R-V-E-S-T-E-R. Um, like I said, I'm, I'm working the uh, St. Louis market, uh, the Atlanta market, and the North Carolina market. Atlanta is my primary market. Um, um, so if you have any deals, if you want to team up, you know, um, let's let's get together. Fantastic. Yeah. Mike, it's been great to see you and watch your journey and watch all of your success. Uh, great job coming in and, and hitting the ground running with it. Um, it, uh, it. It's always a huge, huge satisfaction for me and a joy to watch people implement the process, uh, do the work, prove the concept, and then go to the moon. So um, I, I, I'm, I'm proud to have you be a part of the family. And thank you so much for all that you've brought to the team and, and, and brought to today's episode. Thank you. It's been great. All right. Um, take care, brother. See you on the moon. See you on the moon. <laughs>